0: Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that. Here's Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. From the boundary line.
1: Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Source. And. AFL is very interesting season in 2023, but the most interesting thing source that I'm going to throw to you first is the Carlton footy club. They're one of the biggest supporter bases and they
0: are in absolute turmoil. Uh, yeah, there's absolute turmoil indeed, uh, not only for uh, the amount of talent that they've got on their list, there you know, there was a bit of a barney in the uh, rooms Friday night, as we heard about, a bit of a scuffle between a couple of the, the board members, uh, You know, a bloke stepped down during the week, but uh, the, the big story is something that we've been harping on the last three or four weeks, bad kicking is bad football. The last three weeks, Carlton Football Club, 65 shots on goal, 21 goals, 29 kicked behinds, 15 no scores, a 32% shot at goal accuracy, they rank ranked 17th in goal accuracy in the league and, and that's that's been their tale for the last you know three weeks, but specifically probably the last two years. Bad kicking is bad football.
1: Well, it is indeed and we, we speak about their list highly all the time because they've got uh, two common medalists on their list, they've got All-Australian talent in the back line and they've got a Brownlow medalist as well in the middle of the ground with a future Brownlow medalist possibly in Sam Walsh as well, so they do have the talent especially in the spine and people just keep talking about it but then they're not doing anything so we're trying to figure out what what is the issue is it the coaching because they've swapped so many coaches over in the past 20 odd years and nothing has seemed to work with this club uh you go under pressure you're in the public eye you're the main focus all week and you go up and you play a sydney team who are struggling
0: and you struggle
1: and you lose like How can it get any worse for these supporters?
0: I mean, Carlton are a product of their own incompetence over the last couple of years. You're right. They've turned over coaches left, right and centre. There's almost no one left to blame except for the players and... The fans are turning on the club. They're turning specifically on the you know the talent available to the organization, and everyone is there around just sitting there. You know, very like the Spider Man meme, just pointing fingers at you. You're to blame. You're to blame. You're to blame. You know, the 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 Mackay brothers came out this week, and uh, I say the brothers because it's uh, definitely one person, uh, <laughs> and they was talking about you know the pressure of it. This is stuff that they shouldn't be doing. Stop making a freaking podcast. And go practice shots. You know, you analyze what's happening with them. It's not to do with their inaccuracy pairs. It's to do with where they're taking their shots for goal. All their shots are on angles and angles and angles. Develop a proper forward line. Get like the one two punch of Geelong in Cameron and Hawkins. Get some short uh, some better shots on goal and rather than as soon as whoever gets it, I'm the man, I'm the reigning common medalist. I was last year's common medalist. They, they need to walk well, organize that say get
1: Shots like Hawkins and Cameron? Yeah. Geelong are struggling as well. They're sitting six yeah, and but if seven. You look,
0: but if you look at where they're, where they're kicking their goals from, Piers, it's right in front through proper leads. All of these goals that they're missing around the body, a 45-degree angle, 30-degree well, it, angle. It, it
1: doesn't really matter because um, Harry Mackay, he's got a 45-degree angle, 45 metres out, yeah, on the wrong <laughs> side, kicks it out on the full 20 metres uh, to the left of the behind post. So that's the kind of thing we're talking about. Charlie Curnow, early in the game, He had a a mark or a free kick. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. 25 metres out, directly in front. He kicked it into the man on the mark. Like, into the man on the mark. I know they still got the goal anyway, so they got the little snap over and it was, you know, celebration. So it didn't actually affect the outcome of the game, that particular kick. But these are the type of things that are happening to Carlton. And uh, if you're a supporter, you are just pulling your hair out for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I don't want to be like every other media outlet and uh, fishing for supporters to call in. Triple M had a great segment on Saturday (laughs) morning where they they tried to replicate the week before and it definitely delivered. Just open the lines to St Kilda's fans, you know. There's a guy talking about, uh, you know, I got married and the day after I postponed my honeymoon so I could watch Carlton. And it's like... What are they fishing for? But we don't want to be like everyone else and talk about that.
1: No, I well, I do want to talk oh, about that because you messaged me so uh, and said, let's, you know, get onto Triple M and I'm, you know, you've got a smartphone. It's 2023. I've, I've yeah, you gone. Need, you need a smart user, Pez, <laughs> not just a phone. <laughs> I've just Googled on Safari, like Triple M Listen Live. They tell me to download this app. So i download the app and then for the life of me, Search Triple M, I cannot find the live feed. I can only find like podcasts and things. So I'm doing something completely wrong and it just is going to show my age now.
0: Mate, uh, you should have just pulled out the wireless and uh, just pulled up the antenna and you would have been able to get it. But it was was great listening and, you know, everyone's fishing for it. And and honestly, it's not going to get better. They're going to do the exact same this week, three weeks in a row of just disappointment and opening up the lines to Carlton supporters. But there was a few other disgruntled supporters on the Saturday. Uh, And basically, if you were a favourite on Saturday... You went down. I mean, yeah, you know, unless it, you played it, against West Coast. Yeah, well, that doesn't
1: count. <laughs> <laughs> but four games and the four games we speak about. So Hawthorne defeated St Kilda by 10 points. Uh, we had Fremantle at the MCG defeat uh, Melbourne by seven points. You had GWS down at GMHBA had make it three on the trot to beat Geelong by seven points. And you had the Gold Coast Suns, even with playing against the Bulldogs and the referees in the fourth quarter, <laughs> uh, to win by seven points. So there were four upsets there. And if you go by the bookies' odds... It was five upsets in a row with Carlton being favourite on the Friday night.
0: You know, and odds as big as $4.80 in, in Hawthorne. You look at the, you know, it, you almost add it up and you get about $16, $17 for those four four teams to win. And incredibly, you know, it cost a lot of punters. A lot of people had St Kilda in there as their safe bet in the multi against Hawthorne. But it, it was it was great for football to show how equal this competition is. And, and on when players... When teams play their best footy and you know a team is a little bit uh, you know, underrate, underrate their opponent or they're a little bit off, anyone can get anyone well, and that's why that finals race is looking so good uh, going into the end of the season. Yeah, and you mentioned
1: St Kilda and you've got to speak about the St Kilda and Hawthorne game because Hawthorne, they didn't only just come back from 20 points and, oh. and win the game by 10 by kicking five in a row. They actually dominated the clearances in the first half and they just were absolutely elite and St Kilda just had nothing to to combat it or, or to do anything there. They ended up, you know, getting a couple of cheap free kicks with King and getting a few goals and uh, getting a nice lead together. And then they had the the drop chess mark inside forward 50, which would have ran into an open goal to put them 26 points up with yep. about seven minutes to go. Didn't happen. Hawthorne, five in a row. Kazitsky gets them the lead and then they kick another one on top of that to win by 10 points to a team that, you know, we thought – didn't really want to win. I guess they lost uh, lost the number one pick the week <laughs> before when they won by 116 against West Coast. So that's why they, you know, can afford a few more wins. But uh, disappointing for St Kilda and their fans that thought, you know, they're a top four shot because uh, we definitely didn't think that here. But uh, St Kilda will be fighting for a spot in the finals if they're lucky.
0: It's you know And we, we're going to Focus on St Kilda Just for a little bit It's such a disappointing Loss for how well That they've started Because these are the Ones that you need to Bank you know You get three Guaranteed wins a year Against Hawthorne North Melbourne And uh, West Coast and, and to not bank Those early When you've had Unexpected wins there It's really disappointing And, and it's really Going to cost them Again St Kilda Coming down to the Pointy end of the season Putting away those Teams that they Should have put they should put away Especially when the Fixture is what, it's, what it Says it's fixed
1: Because mm-hmm. some teams get a better advantage because they play those teams multiple times where some other teams don't. So uh, depending on your ladder position the, the year before, which is kind of a strange thing that it's not not a fair fixturing system uh, in the AFL, but uh, teams have to live with that and they have to be better than that. Uh, just like the Gold Coast Suns have to be better than the referees because they, w- they were able to hold off the umpires who were
0: extremely biased and it's really weird to say that in an not, AFL not game not, not, not against the Bulldogs it's not the Bulldogs are, oh. are a protected species and you know it, not only am I jumping on my hate for them uh, but it's incredible how well looked after they are when they start to get rolling like that 50 metre penalty in that last uh, that last That's quarter bad. The umpire himself is miles away and he's gone, you went over the mark two metres. I don't even think he took two steps when he actually had that mark. Look, the guy w- might have been over the mark. Oh, but he's, I, he's I, I his, even don't even think that. there's He's in his natural running motion and he stopped straight away but and the umpire blew his whistle instantaneously. Do you know what I don't Didn't get, give him any warning or I anything. I don't get that. It's weird. Like every other position on the floor, they're like, oh, move back a metre. Come back a metre. And he's just like, nah, 50. Got to get another Bulldogs goal. And it was a goal.
1: And then Waitman was after that as well, which was another goal. And it was just, are Gold Coast actually going to lose this after coming out? But they showed some heart up at TEO Stadium, which maybe they need to move to Darwin, the Gold Coast Suns, because uh, if they can win against Adelaide this week, they can show that, you know, we might be able to move over here and make a little home here. But uh, they were able to overcome it and just were able to hold on, go back, kick a few more goals to just seal it. And it was just great to see a, a young side be able to do that. The Dogs... Had a lot on the line They were going to finish In the top four After that game And Didn't happen for yeah.
0: them I mean it's probably More of a realistic check Where where I was talking Last week Where the Bulldogs are But the Gold Coast Suns Are impressive They've been building And you know, I hope that they're able to to push through this momentum. It's a really great win. They've had a couple of really good wins. The Richmond, the Geelong win, this win. Hopefully they can keep building. They've got the, the Crows this week at T.O. Stadium. And, uh, you know, they stayed up there for the week in those conditions. If they can get another win there, they might look at their first finals appearance this year. Oh, you,
1: you're sitting I'm on them. I'm on them. <laughs> <laughs> them. <laughs> <laughs> they could be. They could be. They had five wins. So if, uh, if your if your mob keeps giving up those terrible wins, then they might. Well, it'll be interesting because Adelaide were a powerhouse at home in that second half against Brisbane, able to secure another win at home, but still struggle away from from uh, Adelaide Oval. So they do go up to TIO as you mentioned. So that will be a very interesting
0: even money game. Very much so. And speaking of even money, will we need to talk about all the money that I uh, won this round. <laughs> Was so <laughs> as Geez,
1: well. you you <laughs> do well as a punter to get out of this round with a profit, I imagine, because uh, a, a lot of punters do have you know their same game multis where they've got the result involved or or a line or something like that, and uh, if you were able to get out of it in the positive, uh, well done, kudos to you because. Uh, there were a lot of upsets that did cost a lot of people a lot of units.
0: Yeah, the, the, those little dollar twenties uh, always seem to be the ones that uh, let you down. And we we spoke about this beforehand, and we will talk about it a little bit in our betting review. But sticking with your call and either backing up your multi by putting the single down and covering your at least your your loss if the multi goes, and, and you know trying to boost it up a little bit, or just ignoring the multi altogether and put it lock in what you, you think is going to win. You know, if you look at that St Kilda game on that bet, I, I said Sicily is going to heap of the ball. I had him for twenty five. I had him in my personal account for you know for thirty. And thirty-five at smaller units, but I sillily paired him up with um, with St Kilda to win, and that's the one leg that fails, and then you, you're out with a loss. Like it's you think about it,
1: live going inside four they're they're a dollar five to win. So it doesn't just – the twenty does doesn't lose. The live bet of $1. five would
0: have actually lost as well. well and they were a 95% chance to win with with five minutes to go.
1: That, that was the leg that uh, lost in my multi as well because my big bet that I wanted to do in that game was the over 157.5 and, and we spoke about it last week and we said that most people would be on the unders for that game and I, I just was able to think about what, what happens in St Kilda games, Hawthorne with their clearances and had the over which got up but you don't get any benefit from it because it's just like losing the bet and it going under anyway because there's no benefit in saying that.
0: And it's funny you talk about the, you know, obviously it um, the, the way the game panned out and if it had gone to script with the, you know, five minutes to go, five goals up, then it doesn't hit the over either. Like there's a range of things that went wrong in that last five minutes that, you know, spun the narrative on the head. I mean, but that is punting. and but Well, it's like the punters, the casual punter on the weekend
1: that just puts all nine games in a multi mm. and then they get eight, Correct, like eight tips, yeah. and they go, oh, I was so close, I got eight out of nine in my multi, like, it doesn't matter if you got eight out of nine in your multi or four out of nine, the result's the same, yeah, well, it's, it's the same still as a loss. loss.
0: Yeah, and that's where, you know, we, we quite often uh here put our multis together for a little bit of insurance, we try to like double hedge the, the the bet and try to boost the money, but, you know, multis aren't always the way to go, sometimes it is better just backing, you know, what you think your actual, your actual, uh your, your hit's going to be, and make some money that way, or hedge it a little bit to make sure that if that does lose, you at least cover that extra multi, and then yeah, if everything else pans out, boom, it, you get the win.
1: Over the last five, six years, this is what we've been doing. We've been – well, the word is probably abusing the promotions to you know hedge your bets, and if something does happen that's unlikely we don't think is going to happen, you guarantee a bonus bet back. And if you wanted to, source, you could guarantee 80% of that money back if you wanted to match bet, but – we just use that to reinvest in AFL because we're an AFL podcast, so uh, that's what we do, and that's what's made us profit over the, the over the long term.
0: Yeah, and one of the only reasons I made profit this week was was the, uh, the 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 prediction I had in terms of Port Adelaide just absolutely smashing Richmond, and it should have been done at halftime with eleven points up at halftime, but it should have been. You know, probably 20, 30 points up at halftime. I uh, had put three units on the biggest bet that we've had on the year. It was talked about it should have been five units. But, <laughs> you know, you take the three units and it saved my round realistically, you know. Escape with a, a .75 loss. And that's with uh, three W's there, Pez. So it was a the upsets really cost a lot of punters. And it's good to escape in the green. Yeah, and I want to talk
1: about your bet slip a little bit. Because you had uh, a live bet go out, which wasn't on the podcast last week, before the St Kilda game. You put Max King in there for four goals. He gets it early in the third quarter. Yeah, gets his four goals. St Kilda up twenty points. The three dollar thirty. You get you'd you'd be loving life with your bonus bet there, and then it loses, and then that dollar five or ninety five percent chance goes down, and then units go begging, which is not too good. Now the good thing that you did do though, is you jumped on Essendon early. Source at minus forty and a half. When we did when we recorded the pod last week, it was minus fifty and a half. Fifty point five. Yeah. And it would have lost if you were on the Essendon line at at the late money. So it does pay sometimes to look into the future a little bit. The other one I did want to mention, I did lose on the Melbourne one for 39 because um, they they (laughs) lost to the, it was just a single bet as well, a single stake. But with my St. Kilda ML, uh, it lost my $2.52 multi-source. It also lost my mixed multi that I had, a (laughs) unit there. And then I did live hedge, the under one hundred and sixty-seven point five. When I thought I could try and hit a ten-point middle, luckily it stayed under one sixty-seven point five. I just put zero point five units on that, so it wasn't as big a loss in that game as I once first thought.
0: Uh, I mean that's that's punting, isn't it? How, how are you going for the actual season though? Let's uh, let's tell people uh, not only about the the bad bets, which is what we do, not the bad bets, the the losses. The losses. We're yeah. definitely in a, a, a um, podcast that stays accountable. Tell them about how are we were going for the whole year.
1: Yeah, well, uh, in that round, I lost minus uh, 2.5 units, uh, which wasn't ideal. But for the season, I'm up 5.4 units.
0: Uh, on the entire season and it looks like you're doing a little bit better than me yeah as i mentioned 0.75 uh return for that one it's it's about six weeks in a row profitable and we spoke about every week just getting a little bit chipping away of it that brings me up to 18.50 units for the year an roi of 23 so you're loving life still 23%. in the green and i'll uh, as you said with a with a horrible upsets where four underdogs go up on the uh the sat day you'll take the uh the, the green wins and if there wasn't upsets everyone would be making money.
1: Yeah, exactly like right. That's, that's, that's the idea of that's hunting. Thing. That's so football. You can't um, dwell on one loss, but you can't get five, six, seven losses in a row back-to-back. Back. You have to still make
0: value decisions and you have to make decisions that you believe in in your system. Exactly right. I like that. Value decisions. Let's hear about everyone's value decisions in our bet slip.
1: The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small.
0: Our bets with an opportunity about 50
1: with a mate and um, we were getting getting sort of ready to leave and he, he said, um, I think I'm going to whack 10 on on Maxie. Do you want, do you want some as well? And I, I said...
0: Oh, yes! 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 Let's just jump straight into the specials for round 12. Siddle takes a special and goes bang!
1: Yeah, Bluebet have got the 12-up promo at halftime, so it's nice to get paid out at halftime and uh, or even if you just can go on to win. But if you're on the wrong side, it's not a very fun one to be on. Neds have that on the Friday night as well. Ladbrokes have the four-plus-leg AFL multi head-to-head. And Ladbroke's also have the three plus leg same game multi. One leg fails, one refund per day. So be really careful about Saturday and Sunday. You only get one refund for that. Uh, all games at Tab, three plus leg same game multi. So if you can put a few together there, you can get a bonus back if you need to. And sports bet, they've just gone by the wayside. They've gone the the free hits gone. And it's Friday matches three plus leg same game multi. If one leg fails, you get a bonus bet back up to $50, so uh, there's a little bit around there, but
0: not as much as the start of the season. And that's what they do generally, sports betting agencies, they jump in early, get you hooked in, and they're hoping that you don't even check the specials, you just go through your regular, and there's a $50 or $25 donation.
1: Or, when sports bet actually banned me, and I was betting on specials, and I finally realised that (laughs) I didn't get a bonus bet back Uh, after the...
0: After a month, when you finally had a loss. (laughs) And you're like,
1: oh... What's going on here? Oh, you've been banned by these these people. We can't override it. We can't do anything about it and it's just it's in the terms and conditions. You can't do anything when that when that does happen, so
0: it okay. makes you get a little bit frustrated though when you're not notified about that stuff but uh, either way that's sports betting and speaking of sports betting let's get straight into the first of the buy rounds melbourne taking on carlton uh, at the mcg dollar 41 favorites are the d's carlton after another media fueled week 285 outsiders minus 16 and a half is the line this uh, started about 19 and a half and it's closed quite dramatically since the teams have been released over under 163 and a half pairs well, i can't work out why this line's come in a little bit uh, I'm guessing maybe the, the pressure mounting and all the media thinking that Carlton can bounce back. But I've been thinking that for the past month
1: and they haven't bounced back <laughs> yeah, yet. Um, but you mentioned the the Mackay Mirror podcast where he sits down and talks to himself in the mirror and, <laughs> and does a little <laughs> podcast about himself. I actually didn't mind him fronting up and doing that because it would have been easier for him to go, you know what, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to go and, and practice my goal kicking. But he spoke about the the mental side of it but he spoke about affecting others, so not affecting him, affecting the look on his mother's face after the game and things like that. And I thought that was really, really deep and really great for him to get that out into public. It, you're, in a, you're in the public eye as an AFL player and you're going to get criticised no matter what. We look at social media source the amount of negative comments compared to positive comments outweighs by a, a large fraction. So you, you're never going to get around it. But I love the narrative and I love the script. So what I'm going to do, the last two matches that the Demons have played against Carlton, guess about what Harry Mackay's done? Nothing. He's kicked three in both games. Oh, so okay. six goals in the past few games. So what I've done is I've gone to Lads, same game multi, Harry Mackay, two plus goals at a $1.90. Paired that up with Harry Mackay, one plus goal at $1.17, which obviously doesn't change the odds. It's just for a little insurance if he doesn't get two. And over one twenty two point five, all up $2 odds. And I'm just chucking down on that and watching Harry and hoping he has a has a couple of shots and he doesn't kick it out on the full.
0: This game is really interesting because all, all the odds and all the stats, again... Point to this being a bit of an even game. I mean, with the with the out of uh, you know Clayton Oliver in that midfield, it it leaves a little bit of a hole. With all the talent in the midfield, you think the midfield battle, well Carlton have the advantage there. The forward battle, Carlton have the advantage there. But there's no advantage because they're Carlton and they're <laughs> shit and they're dead to me. And I'm going to continue. It paid off for you it last. Paid week. off for me last week. Uh, last week I I um I got a little bit greedy and uh, the other things uh, failed for me. But you know what? I'm, I'm I love my multi here because I've got Melbourne to win. Melbourne at the line at minus sixteen and a half. I think they get that done by three goals easy. And then I've gone Angus Brayshaw, twenty or more disposals. They moved him to a wing last week uh, with Clayton Oliver with out. Nate Oliver. Yeah. He racked up twenty-seven. He's only missed it, um twenty possessions in the last six weeks twice. Uh, and one of those he basically uh, was floating off the back line so uh, I love that at $2.20 two units and you know what I will be counting all those green dollar bills uh, the next day listening to Triple M on uh, the old wireless Pez and and (laughs) listening to Carlton supporters uh, ring in I have to get I have to get new batteries for my uh, portable radio I think so I can actually listen to the radio (laughs) fill up on that one Pez Uh, All right, let's get on to Saturday and uh, punters this week we'll hope it's not a underdog Saturday this week because there are a few big uh, underdogs on the Saturday again. Port Adelaide taking on Hawthorne in the first one. A thirteen favorites. The Power outsiders five seventy five. The Hawks. The line minus thirty seven and a half. Over under one sixty nine and a half.
1: Yeah, obviously uh, not the most interesting thing during the week was the mid season draft, which only thirteen players got drafted and a lot of play a lot of teams passed on their picks. But the most notable is uh, Sparkle Knuckle, who did sign a contract in the EDFL with uh, East Kilmore and then decided I'm going to play VFL and try and get back into the AFL. So he didn't actually play a game for East killer. I think he pocketed a nice, uh, nice sum of money and then goes over to Port Adelaide, who had a meeting with him before the Richmond game uh, Oh, that's interesting. Uh, earlier this week uh, with Sam Pepper, who went to school with uh, Quinton Narkle as well. So interesting to see if he can break into that 22, because Port Adelaide are absolutely flying Hawthorne off two wins in a row. Go over to Adelaide Oval. I don't think they will be able to match it and get it done. What I was looking at, and I was I was thinking this is, uh, you know, before looking at odds and things, I was like, second half, because Hawthorne kind of fall off a little bit. Disregard the last two weeks, their source, because they're a younger side. They compete in the first half in the middle of the ground. Uh, but the line sits at 19 and a half, so I can't um, lock that in pregame. And this is this is only second half only. Source. I saw your confused look on your face, but it's more of a live play for me if I see something during the game because I can't bank on Hawthorne being competitive because if Port Adelaide go 40 points up at half-time, you're not going to like that minus 19.5 that you got pre-game.
0: This one's really... You are correct there because they have been really competitive in games for, for, for you know most of the year. There's been a couple of one-point, you know, within under 21-point loss. They've been decent in first quarters. They've been very decent in the first half of football. And I think, you know, last week everyone expected that last quarter them to sort of just lay down a little bit. <laughs> I did. Uh, I think that that actually will be have a fade-on effect because they, they won that game last week. And, uh, you know, they've got the winning taste there, pairs. They might relax a little bit. And Port Adelaide uh, are looking for seven on the trot. And I think they're going to absolutely wipe the floor with, with uh, Hawthorne. Playing at home, everyone is chirping, going into the buy round. Um, I, I don't love the value because it is so short. Uh, the line, 37 and a half, I think they cover that. That's probably where my lean is. But for me, official play, steer clear.
1: Oh, steer clear. Toddy Marshall comes back in. And another point of note, uh, Tom Jonas, not coming back from suspension, playing in the VFL this week too. Didn't get named.
0: If you want, if you actually, just a little bit of value on, the, on this game here, Hawthorne always give up. Lots of goals to key forwards. I said that last week with Max King. That paid off. If you can pick the right forward in this game, Ollie Lord, there's 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 a lot of value there. I just like his name.
1: <laughs> what a sick name for a forward.
0: <laughs> but there, there, there's a lot of value to be had. Charlie Dixon for for three goals pairs uh, is looking pretty juicy there at about two dollars ten. But that's where all of them sit. So if you can you can pick the right forward in that one, get three or more goals. There's a nice little two dollar and double up your money profit there. So. Yeah, piss off, Charlie. Yeah, cool, okay. All right, uh, let's get on to the next one. Uh, this will be interesting uh, for, for Collingwood fans. I think the most interesting thing will be to see how many West Coast fans actually turn up. West Coast taking on Collingwood in this one, playing at SBS Stadium. $10 outsiders are the West Coast Eagles. Collingwood, dollar $4, four favourites. Minus 55.5, which I'm really intrigued with that line, over under, 171.5, Pez. Uh, yeah. The line keeps coming in. I, I don't understand this. Yeah, without me with just thinking of your last comment, Charlie
1: Dixon, is he actually at 210? Because I don't think he's playing.
0: Well, that's what he was listed before the teams came out, so probably not then. <laughs> I looked at this earlier, so <laughs> I'm going off my notes. Yeah, so don't jump on him then. <laughs> All right. <laughs> $2.08 for Todd Marshall. Finlayson, 230. Junior Rioli, uh, 475. Oh, that there you fixes go. it up. There we are. There we so SBS S-S Stadium, uh, West Coast. That's what happens when you look at it beforehand, before the teams come
1: West, out. West Coast have been absolutely horrible. Um, I was looking at the against west coast which has been my strategy all year the total points of the opposition club now collingwood total points line i reckon it's pretty spot on by the bookies here 113.5 now in games where collingwood absolutely smashed their opponent like against port adelaide by 70 points at the g they fly over that uh and in other games they they don't beat it like north melbourne last week they scored a total points of 105 and won comfortably but uh, I just can't trust that, that. I think that line is a little bit too big for me, but not big enough to go the under. So I'm just going to stay away from this one uh, at the moment. Collingwood's forward line is really hard to choose. Who's going who's to go up there? Which smaller forwards are going to go and get multiple shots at goal? Is it Ginevan? Is Goey going to go down and, and get more of it? Is Dacos going to run off the back line because West Coast don't defend? Uh, I just can't tell. So stay away from me.
0: You're bang on there about the forwards. If you if you can get the right forward in this game, everyone, you know, I think Ash Johnson for two goals is great value. He was paying about 280. I think you can get many players in that forward line at the two or more market because I think they're actually absolutely going to fill up. Collingwood minus 55 and a half, it baffles me. This line baffles me. Last week we had Essendon closed at 50 and a half, and the team that's 10 in one is sitting five points more of a line Going into a nine day break, coming into one of the biggest games of the year for Collingwood against Melbourne on the, the King's birthday. Normally what happens with the big the big um, uh, when you're playing a team that is as shit as West Coast, you look ahead to the next week. They've got nine days. Nine days that so they need to prepare for that big clash against Melbourne. So they need I, some match fitness? I think they need some need match some fitness. I believe they're gonna absolutely pile this on. I've gone two units, Pez, at a dollar ninety, minus fifty-five and a half. I've gone Just one f- unit, minus okay. seventy and a half. Oh, yeah. 285 I've gone point four unit 80 and a half 360 And then I've gone point four units again <laughs> Minus 99 and a half at 750 So that's some maths for you there Pez When's the last time Collingwood won by 100 points? Doesn't matter <laughs> Doesn't Just matter Interesting History doesn't matter when, when you look at the, those sort of things Pez Because they're going to absolutely demolish this. We saw what they did to North Melbourne, and North Melbourne have been gradually getting better. West Coast have not been doing that at all. Everything points to a big Collingwood win. Lock that in and absolutely fill up your pockets.
1: Yeah, well, uh, side bottom's not playing because did you see what happened in his 300th? Actually subbed out in the first quarter uh, with an injury. So it wasn't uh, the be-all and
0: end-all for still side bottom in his 300th. Can I, can I just make, it, make a point on this one? I've had a, a lot... I've seen this because I was watching. I was following someone on Twitter who had steel side bottom for for under twenty four disposals or whatever because there was rumors that he was going to get subbed off um, before he got injured anyway. Now sportsbet, because he went off in the first quarter injured, they refunded all bets for the the justice refund. That in, do you know that includes when it goes under the disposals? That's not. It does too. So because all bets are refunded. So, if you had the under for him and he started on the on the, on the the playing field and he got injured in the first quarter, they refund all of them, including when, winning bets. When is it? Before half time. Well, whatever they decide. They're the ones that decide there's nothing in there so about refunds. So, say it's before refunds. half time, you put it on a player to get under,
1: say, 24 and a half disposals. Yep. They have a shocking first half yep. and there's a minute to go in the first half. They're on sitting on three disposals. So, nearly impossible for them to get 25 if they're on three at half time. And they go off with like a, a corking, get subbed out before half time you would get your bet refunded and it wouldn't be paid out.
0: Yep. Well, that's what they've been doing at the moment because there's no actual rules about when they can have their justice refund. They just make it up. They're they're refunding people in a bonus bet, and if your bet is actually a winning bet, they're refunding you in a bonus bet because they're saying all bets are void.
1: No, I don't like that. It's horrible. I hope it's not true. It is true. It is
0: true. I'm telling you. I've seen screenshots of it. I've seen seen people on on Facebook and Twitter doing the messages, but I, I don't like that by sports bet. I don't want to see it. Okay, well, no, lucky, I lucky. This is an audio podcasting. No. I'm not. I'm not looking at those screenshots. That's um. That's <laughs> horrible. All right. Let's speaking of teams that have been horrible. We get on to Western Bulldogs taking on Geelong, being horrible. I'm alluding to Geelong, obviously. Western You'd Bulldogs so. uh, come in favourites at dollar fifty returning to Marvel two forty outside as the Cats minus nine and a half is the line, and that is creeping. Started four and a half at the start of the week, out to nine and a half over under one sixty five and a half.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm spewing I missed the boat here on the, the Bulldogs line because Geelong are absolutely struggling. They're not getting their uh, top-tier midfield players back. Uh, there was rumours that Dangerfield was going to get out yeah, this those. week, and uh, he, he's not. So Gary Rowan's in, Parfit's omitted, and uh, Radagalia is out injured. So by looking at that, Parfit might stay in and be the sub uh, looking at those things. Trelaw comes in, which is a big in for the Bulldogs as well, and I think the Bulldogs have a massive advantage in the midfield they just need to get the the proper looks on goal. And last week, Jamara Ugelhagen, over the last month, he's actually really impressed me with his presence up forward. He's, his marking has gotten a lot better. He's taking one clunkers, and uh, it's just his goal kicking. And last week, it was tough conditions on a Saturday night. This week, he'll be under the roof. I think he'll be able to kick a few goals. Uh, but I'm not going on any players to kick any goals. I've got a three-leg same-game multi-Bulldogs, uh, minus nine and a half. The total points... Over 136.5 under the roof, and both teams to score 40 points just to get that third leg of insurance in there. Yeah, and uh, that gives me $2.22. And you know what? I've talked myself into Jamara Uglehagen because he's sitting at $2.30 for two plus goals. So I'll put it that as a single as well, uh, and I'll
0: just uh, play the two bets in that game. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, it's just funny. I look at the stats and I look at everything going on there, and I, I like your bet. I like your bet of Western Bulldogs minus nine and a half. I would have would have jumped like to jump on earlier. Bet I would minus have loved and and getting
1: on four and a half.
0: Yeah, but uh, it's 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 one of those things that I'm actually going to steer away from what the stats are saying. Uh, the, the Geelong Football Club don't lose five in a row. They just don't do it. They 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 play quite well at Marvel. Um, um, but what I'm doing is I'm, I'm doing something that as a punter I, I generally don't like doing and I'm hoping to, that the special pays out. So I'm putting two units on the Cats at, um, I think it's 2, what have I got it at? 2.25 in blue bet for them to win. Uh, mainly because the Western Bulldogs are a second half side. So this year this uh, they've actually lost. Four out of the seven first halves. And they've won, obviously, I think it was eight or three of their, their second half, so They're a second half side. Geelong actually sit, not much better percentage, but five and six. So, so you know, a little bit better. I think that the Cats uh, really need to bounce back with this. They, you know, the Trelaw in I, I hate. <laughs> I think that's a horrible thing. Uh, but I like the the advantages that they have in the forward line. You know, Jeremy Cameron's due for a big game. I think that uh, their back line is really strong. Geelong, I think that's the one place they really stand out. Despite them still being... Uh, you know still not winning games they're still sitting a top 5 team in defence they're still sitting a top 6 team in offence I think it's a lot they just need some things to go right and hopefully whilst the Western Bulldogs get a heap of the pill in the middle they don't do a lot with it. They get that ball into that 50 a lot we saw with the Gold Coast Suns, but they don't always capitalise. I think Geelong can really um, beat them on that rebound 50. So I'm hoping for the Cats. The first <laughs> time I've actually put money on the Cats this year, I think. I was best. about to say it took, um, it took 12 rounds for you to but, be. But I think this is where it is. I think that, you know, we saw some upsets last week. I think this could be one. Geelong, they get backs against the wall. The, the club's in turmoil with the, with the way from a premiership hangover. This would be a good way to uh, go into the buy round. Nah, piss off with your Geelong
1: bias. You're just trying to bet on them to to back your team a little bit and back them in when their backs are against the
0: wall, uh, mate. I've got I'm up eighteen units. If I can throw two away Don't and try and be stop throwing them in there. <laughs> units away, <laughs> I'm not throwing units away. That's a good bet. All right, let's get into uh, what I think is actually the game of the round. Saturday night. I uh, if Geelong weren't playing, I would much uh, rather watching this one. Definitely be watching the replay. Gold Coast taking on Adelaide. $1.90 dollar ninety even money minus five and a half. Oh sorry, minus point five is the the line and over under one sixty and a half.
1: Yeah, what a super Saturday night. Two games that are. are Really, really interesting. get
0: the old uh, KO split screen. Remember when that first came out? <laughs> no one ever used it. Everyone just looks on their phone now. <laughs> <laughs> you have the two screens up. That'd be yeah. About. And neither of them had sounds. <laughs> you would just sit there in
1: silence. <laughs> that was horrible. Um, I I like this game uh, just because I don't really know what's going to happen with with Adelaide showing up away from home. They bring Brody Smith and Mitchell Hinge back in, so their team actually gets a lot stronger. Um, Mac Andrew goes out of the Gold Coast Suns, so not too much of a difference there. Wits is is still playing very well. Noah Anderson through that midfield. Matty Rao absolutely towed him up last week at TIO Stadium. He loves the grass up there, so so they might continue to do that. But I, I think here, if you want to have a bet, I think you just gotta choose one side and you've got to go with the
0: twelve up promo. <laughs> Jeez, thanks. Thanks for your betting advice there. If you're gonna have a bet in a two horse race, I think you should just pick one. That's oh, really it's good not. advice. That's <laughs> the same in every bloody You're not gonna do that in Collingwood,
1: a dollar four and ten dollars. Just the way that you phrase that sentence. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna have a bet in this game, it'd be good to pick well, one team to win. <laughs> it, in all honesty, you could you could speak your your mind and talk yourself into either club winning here. Oh, of course. And you could. and you don't know. What's going to happen? So I've just tossed a coin and I've gone um, Adelaide to win uh, with the Blue Bet 12-Up promo. We'll see if they can do it away from home.
0: You literally are right, Pez. You could pick either side, and you could talk yourself into it. You could talk yourself into Gold Coast, you know, staying up the week. They they like the we we spoke last week of what they did at the ground ball, keeping it really contested in there, and they could tear apart Adelaide there. They showed them last week against the Western Bulldogs how they did it. You know, they've they've won their last three at To Stadium and by big you know big margins, taking out the uh, the three goals that were gifted to them by the Western Bulldogs umpires. And then you can talk yourself into Adelaide. You know, easily the most up, uh, most enjoyable team to watch. Up and coming. Dawson is a, an All Australian lock. Their forward line can, you know, number one in almost number one in the uh, the league. So many different options. And because these are my two favorite teams to bet on pairs, I'm not having any bet in the game. Oh, I'm not having any bet in it. I'm just going to actually enjoy the game. And that's why I had to put the fifty dollars on Geelong. So because yeah. I, I, I couldn't. <laughs> so, I could, well, I've made so much money on Gold Coast and Adelaide that, uh, and they've been great to bet on. They've been great to watch. Hopefully, the this is a you know a good um good insight into what the next five years is going to be with these two up and coming sides. And well, I hope we're in for a good game. I hope the weather's good. I hope I hope it's a, a clean contest, um, which I don't know if it will be up at TO, but I'm looking forward to this game. Yeah, and the reason I
1: talked myself into Adelaide wasn't a coin toss this source. I don't even <laughs> I don't even think I own a coin in the, in this house, but um, <laughs> yeah, was I was looking around a, for one. Yeah. Uh, maybe a bottle cap, but. Uh, Adelaide, Isaac Rankin and Joshua Shelley up forward. I think the conditions might actually really suit them yeah. as well. And if they can actually get some supply down there, I think they can really dominate. So uh, we'll, we'll see how they go, see if they can capitalise. But Gold Coast need to win as well to keep their season alive. So that brings us into Sunday with only the two games because we haven't mentioned it yet, but Brisbane, Fremantle, St Kilda and Sydney. All have their bye weekend this round.
0: Correct. All right, let's get into the Sunday. Uh, the one ten time slot, GWS taking on Richmond, a dollar eighty-one. Favourites of the GWS Giants. I don't think many games this year they've been favorite, but Richmond, two dollars four outsiders, minus two and a half is in line, over under one sixty-five
1: and a half. Yeah. Oh, what do you, what do you even do? Because GWS have absolutely been horrible, and then they come out and have a performance like that in Toby Green's two hundredth game. Uh, well, they week, haven't, they haven't been horrible. Year. They
0: haven't lost the game this year by more than twenty-one points. Like that's pretty good for a side that's you know most people predicted down down the bottom. They're, they're having a heap of shots on goal. They're getting a heap of the possession. They're, they're quite good to watch. Kelly refer Kelly ret- not Kelly sorry Whitfield returned to form last week. You not know, just last week. He's he's been. But, in but form like for a while. He, he's locked in that form over the last month. Toby Green won the game off his own boot last week, and he could do the same against Richmond, but. You, you are right. They haven't been getting the result, but they've, they've been quite um, quite strong in terms of the the game plan they're putting together.
1: Yeah, and see, see Richmond. Like everything has been thrown a curveball with Damien Hardwick mm-hmm. quitting. You had the big Port Adelaide bet last week source against the Tigers and it, and it paid off uh, in the end with Port Adelaide getting up. But Richmond were also competitive and were able to come back from yeah. being down in the dumps from a quarter. But I, I'm too nervous about... Richmond, if I'm putting my money on Richmond, I can't trust them to put 20 minutes of football together and then put another 10 or 15 minutes of football together later in the game because they do it in bursts. They did it against the Western Bulldogs. Uh, they, they've done it in, in plenty of games. They did it against the Sydney Swans and then they just fell away and lost by 44 points in that yeah. game. So I, I can't trust my money with either of these sides. So I'll just uh, sit there on a Sunday afternoon and there's no clashing of games because there's only two. And I'll watch this one in its entirety and just watch Lockie Whitfield kick it in all the time and, and rack up the disposals.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, very smart. I mean, you, you and I and all the, the listeners know that Toby Green's one of my, one of our favourite players to watch. I mean, not when he's doing it against Geelong, but... Uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> but it was, I liked watching him be, last week. Yeah, I didn't, but uh, <laughs> he's incredible to watch, but, you know... It, realistically, it's a fifty-fifty game. You're getting two-dollar odds for for Richmond, but you have so many unknowns in terms of the coaching staff. You have even you the know, lineup. Their, their best lineup's not even out there at the moment. They've got no key. You know, Tom Lynch hasn't been in that side for a little while, and he makes a huge difference there. If you look at the the midfield battle, I mean, it's it's GWS versus GWS in the midfield, so it's it's a much a muchness. They know how each other play. Home advantage. Well, the the twelve people that GWS are going to play in. There's no real advantage there. Steer clear for me. If anything, maybe I lean to GWS because I prefer to watch them than I do Richmond. But look, you could throw together a, a nice, fun same game multi with disposals because
1: uh, both play or all players in both sides can rack up a lot of disposals. So you can get some
0: value there if you want to have a look when the teams are actually announced tomorrow night. I reckon, uh, yeah, that's the way to go. Or goal scorers. GWS give up a heap of goals. Fast-paced, up the middle ground. Yeah, is Just Mark going to stay in the 50? Yeah. Is he going to kick three plus? I mean, Taranto like last week, he kicked four and had 30 touches. Yeah, how was he, a game? Just a game and a half, isn't it? <sighs> Hopefully, wouldn't GWS be kicking himself if he does does that against them? <laughs> no, than, nah, I think they're all right. You think they're all right for him leaving? Well, what else are they going to do? Keep him. <laughs> they couldn't they've, they've kept all these other players on big contracts. Nah, no, nah, just more oh. money. Just what is it? The capital living, is that what it's called? What's the the funding the living, allowance. living allowance? Yeah, well it's more expensive up in Sydney. Apparently so, that's all we hear. Nothing else is any good over there.
1: More expensive in Canberra as well.
0: All right, all right. <laughs> let's get on to the last game, uh, and normally a bit of a yawn fest, but this one I'm a little bit intrigued. Pairs in the sand of things. So are you, Essendon taking on North Melbourne? I haven't You said anything about it yet? <laughs> he did it before pre-show. Dollar nineteen favorites are the Bombers. Four seventy-five outsiders. North Melbourne minus thirty and a half is the line over under one seventy and a half pairs. Tell the tell the listeners why back-to-back weeks you're all over North.
1: We, uh, no. You are all over
0: North, mate. You, you, know, got, got a you had a taste last week, the My winning north, feeling. You're all over them.
1: My North Melbourne bet won last week. Yes, exactly so right. Uh, Look at uh, you. Yes, very good. And only the line, positive. the line would have covered as well. The normal, uh, normal line there. But this week, the line's only thirty points. And uh, with with Essendon, you you just don't know. Uh, McDonald, and Woody's been omitted. You got Lazaro and Curtis have been omitted as well. And there's a a whole bunch of players coming in on the extended bench for North Melbourne, including an interesting one in in Taren Thomas, who has been in a lot of trouble in the media and in his personal life this uh, this season. But he might be coming in, and the other interesting one is Dylan Sheil. In he's been a laid out the last three weeks, so so is he just going to be another laid out on Sunday? Uh, what is happening with him? But Essendon, this is a game in the position that they are that they should win. Am I confident in them? <laughs> no, a dollar nineteen. No, thank you. North Melbourne, line's not not big enough for me under the roof at Marvel. Uh, I think I would hope that North Melbourne kick better than they did last week because they really uh, shot themselves in the foot from giving themselves a a real crack at Collingwood last week with uh, inaccurate goal kicking. So if they can fix that up, they're they're in with a shot to at least cover the line here and uh, maybe uh, a little bit more and maybe cause one of these upsets that we're waiting for.
0: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think that um, them at Marvel is probably one of the, the, the factors that makes you lean a little bit towards that line. The 30.5 isn't juicy enough. I would expect a team that's just knocked off West Coast by 50 points and North Melbourne, who has been a, a bit of a, a you know a team that everyone beats up against, I thought it would have been a bit higher, especially from a team that keeps talking about their top eight, top eight chances, I thought for sure. Uh, they would have been up a lot higher, but I like North Melbourne in this one. And if I had enough uh, cojones, I'd be actually backing them head to head. But there's no chance I'm backing North Melbourne the next five years head to head. You backed you long. Might as well through a little bit, di- a little bit different <laughs> Pez. And we look at we just look at their last ones: lost, 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 lost. Yeah, they were good against Sydney. They, they, they were good against, You're right. They were good against Sydney at at uh, at the dome. They were good against Carlton for for three quarters of footy at the dome. But uh, look at were,
1: look at Essendon's last two. They've won against West Coast Mm -hmm. and they've won against
0: Richmond who
1: were in an unlosable position in the Dreamtime game towards the end there. And then the three before that, Brisbane, Port Adelaide, Geelong, just... Got, yeah yeah, absolutely lost, smashed it and,
0: and I'm glad, glad you're saying that because that's that's Exactly my feeling here North Melbourne have been Increasingly getting better they've covered the line in their last Four and I, I think that they cover the Line in this one again but for a little bit of insurance I've gone a three league same game multi with Ned's One league fails obviously money back and I've bumped up that line I've gone plus 37 And a half I've gone the over 148 and a half I think that free flowing Football they'll absolutely uh, pile It on it Eddie had it suits that high scoring sort Of game and I've gone Hugh Greenwood to get 20 or more disposals Essendon give up a heap of the pill to those inside midfielders those contested players I think he does the job there uh, two units three dollars twenty
1: yeah all right um,
0: <laughs> maybe not the maybe not the last four
1: Port Adelaide they wouldn't have covered the line against Port no, I think they would have 70 points yeah easily
0: no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for sure <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting in first before the before the listeners out no, there no. come and no. source what, what do you want to come on mate, on, mate.
0: But that's the That's the end of the round Was that four four games ago Geez I, I miscalculated that one <laughs> <laughs> It was
1: three games ago um, mo- The multi uh, Bonus With With lads
0: I've gone Because I I realised I had a bonus Their source
1: Are you trying to see
0: No I was just going back To see what I missed I did miss that one You're right Because they covered Against St Kilda They covered against yes. Or oh, they didn't cover Against Melbourne Ooh, I mean, Three of the last four Is what I meant That's what I meant Three of the last four <laughs> It'll be four Four out of the last five When they, when they do it against Essendon so Three hey, of the last four Hey yeah. hey You know what Accountability I don't no, mind No it's good
1: It's good um, so I've just thrown a <laughs> thrown a bonus down and I've just put a, a multi in, in the four that I like the first four games of the week. Melbourne to beat Carlton, Port Adelaide to beat Hawthorne, Collingwood to beat West Coast, and the Bulldogs to beat your cats,
0: $2.62. Yeah, well I've gone uh with uh, something a little bit cheeky but I'm not putting it down. But uh, I've just gone for, for the upset round pairs, odds of three thousand eight hundred and eleven dollars. And that's uh North, Richmond, Geelong, West Coast, Hawthorne and Carlton all to get up. So that's your your upset uh buy round. Stay away from that one. It's a donation. Please do not bet <laughs> that <piss laughs> anyone. <laughs> Please.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, no, that was just a bit of fun, just, to, right, just I, to show okay. you what can happen if you you want to piss away money. That's that's what Nathan Brown would say on the TV at Sportsbet. Say, yeah, he can he say what he is. wants. There's no accountability. <laughs> he just talks about all these things. Or oh, like this one. I like that one. And then hey, if anyone out there has actually calculated it, like um, it'd probably be a strenuous
1: job to do because you've actually got to listen to nathan brown's voice but to actually calculate all the same game multis that he's put out on tv because he does work for sports bet and he's trying to get you to bet to for sports bet to make money the amount of units that guy would be down on
0: on the tv it, would it, be something shocking it's really funny if you if like you know obviously we analyzed the stats and all this sort of stuff some of those uh those things that they put out there well, what he does quite often is he just looks at the stats and goes, right, the 20 possessions, they've done this six of the last seven. But then you might be playing against like Port Adelaide, who don't give away a lot of the pills. It's so the things that they don't look at. You don't look at the trends in the teams that they're playing against. But, and again, they're. It's a what they're getting paid C- for. It's what they're getting paid for. Yeah. yeah. So, you, yeah, whatever. Make sure you jump Support on uh, all of our social medias. That's where you can see all our bets. I had a couple of people during the week say, hey, where's, where's this spreadsheet that you, you're talking about? Yeah. Where can I find that? Twitter at Behind
1: the Bound, uh, just in the bio there. So you just click onto that and uh, every, everything gets uploaded there and uh, the results will come out as well when the games are over and when uh, so the media manager actually jumps on and, and does it.
0: It was a bit slack this week, This uh, the media manager. Media manager was a bit uh, <laughs> was bits, bit ill this bit week. Ill, yeah. Yeah. Self-inflicted? No, no. No, definitely not. Not at all. Drink responsibly. <laughs> Just like you gamble <laughs> <Can't> responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> you drink responsibly. Just no. be responsible all the time. If you're being responsible, you're jumping on all good podcast providers and you're giving five stars. You're giving us a comment and uh, letting all your friends know about the podcast too because, you know, if, you, if they like to have a punt, you like to have a bit of an analysis of it, uh, you can get some good insight here. And uh, if you're following us along, you're profiting for six Ooh, years straight. Be smart with your money. Uh, enjoy round 12. I've been Pez. Peace I'm, out. I'm still a source. We'll catch up next time.